Welcome back to another episode of Your Daily Real Estate. This is a good one. Not that the other ones weren't. It's just that I love follow-up. So let's talk about follow-up. But first, this episode is brought to you by my book, Real Estate Prospecting. If you haven't read it, pick it up. It's on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles. And if you have, do me a favor. Review it on Amazon, please. Uh, well, unless you're going to give me three stars, just don't review it. But if you're going to give me four or five, please do. Now let's talk about it. The eight core rules of follow-up. Number one, be prompt. Did you think I'd start somewhere else? The importance of responding back quickly. That's so key. If somebody messages you, respond back fast. We live in a world where everyone wants a quick response. If you can't do it, then have someone on your team do it. Set up an automated text. Set up something, AI, or an automation tool to help you or hire someone. But when people have questions, they inquire about a property, they have concerns. I think the, the key is respond quickly. It eliminates a lot of problems that you may have in the future from any possible client. And remember, it also allows the client or potential client, right, if it's an online lead, to remain engaged and interested in what you've got to offer. So be prompt, please be prompt. Number two, or Rule number two, be consistent. Consistency is the key when it comes to follow-up. You've got to have a system or a process for following up. So if something happens, if A happens, that means B happens next. You've got to have this process down so that your potential clients are receiving similar level of attention and communication as your a clients. They've got to experience what this looks like to work with you from the very beginning, even before they are your actual clients. And what it'll do is it'll help you build a reliable and trustworthy reputation. A lot of the reviews that I see online for other agents, you'll read the bad ones. It'll say something like, oh, this person never responded to my text, or this person just spammed me with everything. And it, it just it was no value, right? So be consistent in what you're delivering. Hopefully it's value. Rule number three, be persistent. Persistence is vital in the sales process. And it's important to balance out being persistent with being overbearing. I know it's almost spammy, right? But staying top of mind with your potential clients, that's key because we don't want them going somewhere else. So the key to being persistent is balancing out what you're sending. You've got to follow up regularly, authentically, but it also has to be valuable. Think about this. If you're sending something out, would you read it? Would you actually engage with it? Would you see it as valuable, right? So in the persistence piece, make sure that you're balancing it out because I don't want you to be overly persistent. It only becomes overly persistent once you once you do it so much to people that aren't even ready. So in your consistency, in your persistence, make sure that you identify where the person is in this process in your database. Are they going to buy now? Are they going to be nurtured because they're not going to buy until a year from now? That depends what type of persistence you apply. Rule number four, personalize your communication. You probably guessed it since I hinted at it previously in Number three, but you've got to tailor your follow-up communication to each potential 
client's specific needs. Like, what are they interested in? Did they tell you that they only want to see homes in one specific area, but because you're a little lazy, you set them up for every area? Did they end up buying something with you and you still have them on a buyer drip instead of a seller CMA drip for their specific area? See, when you personalize the communication, it tells people that you care, that you're paying attention to their unique situation. And to them, it translates to, got it, I trust this person. I'm going to continue to use them because they're listening to me. It's the same thing I told you a few days ago. People don't really care about you and they don't continue to care about you unless they know that you continually care about them. Personalize your communication, please. Rule number five, provide value. I said it in being persistent, but each Follow-up communication should offer some value. What's the value here? Don't just spam me. Share relevant information to me. Address my concerns. Offer me solutions to the problems that I'm having. When you provide value to either your current clients or potential clients, it keeps them engaged. It keeps them coming back for more. You're, you're teaching them. You're saying, oh, you know what? Tristan always provides value, I'm going to tune in versus, oh, Tristan always spams me. I'm not I'm not going to open my email or I'm not going to, it's Tristan again. He's calling me. Ugh. Provide value. Rule number six, use multiple channels. This one, sometimes I have to teach my newer agents. They're like, but I emailed them, Tristan. I'm like, yeah, but did you, um, did you also call them? Did you go on social media? Did you uh, try to do a face-to-face meeting? How did you stay connected with them? Did you send pigeons? Leverage various communication channels. Don't just stick to one. Oh, I called them. Yeah, that's great. But what else did you do? Did you text them? Did you email them? What social channel did you use? Did you use all of them? Reach out to them. Connect with people. When you start using multiple channels, you start reaching more people. And remember, you're not you're not providing crap. You're providing value. You're being persistent. So rule number six, use multiple channels. It's okay. Rule number seven, track and measure your efforts. Monitor your follow-up, please, and put it in the notes. Because when you track how many times you followed up on someone, how many times you've talked to them, what notes you have, when you follow up and you put the notes in there and you have the responses, you can better understand what conversations are happening and how to convert people better. Oh, you know what? I'm tracking because this one came from Google PPC. It took six months to close and I noticed that they started changing the way that they were looking because I'm tracking it. Check how long things take to close from start to finish. Analyze the data so it can help you identify where you can improve, where you can optimize. This is part of the strategy. You've got to track and measure. Rule number eight. The last one, learn and adapt. I should have started with this one, but I left it to the end. Learn and adapt. The greatest of all businesses, the greatest of all people, they are always adapting. One thing we'll we'll always have is change, right? So we continually have to be refining things and improving them, changing our follow-up tactics. Why? Because our culture changes. I don't know about you, but we don't talk the same we did 20 years ago. Things change. Culture changes. Community changes. We still need it, but in the approach, the approach we're taking has changed. So always be adapting. Look for feedback. Check out market trends. Go to other people and check out best practices. I'm always listening into others. I'm like, oh, interesting. I I didn't realize I needed to change that word, that phrase, that tone. You've got to embrace growth. It's like uh, Carol Dweck says in her book, Mindset. Growth, mindset, embrace it. Being open to change and adapting your strategies, that's the key to growth. Don't think that you're going to stay the same forever because you're not. I mean, those are the eight rules of follow-up 
in sales. Have a good day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.